Hi there, my name is Tawani Kumalo and I am the host of the CMO Corner. Welcome to season two. We'll be chatting to some of the leading chief marketing officers that lead some of your favorite brands. We're going to be talking to them about their experiences, their journey, and what they can share in the value of marketing in the value chain of business. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. We're back at it again. My name is Tawani Kumalo, uh, the host of the CMO Corner. For season two, and you know we're going visual as well this year, and this is episode two, and I'm very excited. Like I always say, um, I've got a nice guest with me today where we've got a guest who is a colorful man. (laughs) Uh, We've had a couple of chats right now, um, and I know he's a man that loves building brands. He loves building communities as well, and he says, don't take yourself too seriously. Um, So we'll chat to him. Uh, My guest today is Carl Nalter. He is the CMO of the Purple Group. Um, and I think you like to know your money is at the Purple Group. If you don't know who the Purple Group are, they actually own Easy Equities, Easy Properties, Easy Crypto. They're doing all these amazing things. But we'll, we'll talk about that later. My good sir. It's great being here. Thank you very much. It's a little bit intimidating because uh, <laughs> you've had such amazing guests and, uh, and you're such a pro. So... <laughs> So, yeah, I'm a little bit uh, intimidated. We will see how we go. But thanks for the invite. I always say if my marketing career fails me, I'll just do these (laughs) interviews with, like, bright minds in the marketing I think it's great. And uh, and it's good that you've got some side hustles. I think not enough people uh, use their talents everywhere. So it's brilliant that you're doing this. Thanks. Thank you, man. Thank you for joining. It's good. Uh, How have you been? Good. It's uh, it's always exciting and diverse here at Purple and uh, and in our country. So there's lots happening. Um, So good. Uh, Markets are very tough at the moment. So uh, we've got to work hard at uh, supporting our clients and and helping them with their with their money and their financial resources. Um, But yeah, there's lots of opportunity. I I always maintain that in in our country, um, with all its hassles and all its problems, and there's a lot. There's a hell of a lot of opportunity, and it's because of the people. Definitely. I love that. I want to tell people that we didn't, like, chat uh, on WhatsApp in the morning to say what clothes are we wearing. It just so happens that, like, we've got this style thing together. And I never actually think what I'm going to wear, and uh, we're doing some filming now with Media24. Yeah. And uh, and they're like, we've got to talk about your wardrobe. (laughs) She says, send me photographs. I'm like, I'm wearing jeans and a trainer. <laughs> like my trainers, that's what I'm wearing. Like, that's all I've got to wear. <laughs> so Crazy. She wasn't very happy. So uh, I'm pleased that you cool didn't sneakers, give me everything. Cool sneakers, by the way. Thank cool you. Cool sneakers, Thank I love you. these. Thank I'll take you. a picture and post the sneakers. I'm getting some tips from my mates here at, uh, at Easy. <laughs> okay, cool. Let's get to the marketing stuff. Um, Sorry, in fact, I'm going to interrupt you there. Sure. This is also a great story because yeah. it's a guy who also has a side hustle. Oh, yeah? Um, Kickbox Streetwear, um, okay. who loves sneakers. And I knew very little about it. So he yeah. started a little side hustle. Uh, online store selling sneakers there's an opportunity for people to resell sneakers oh, okay. and I mean it's a massive industry you know I never realized how big it was it is. Um, and so again it's just been a fantastic way um, that people just start a business like it yeah. doesn't have to be something that's going to make billions yeah. just start get going Definitely. and like what you're doing here the sneaker business uh, it's one of the big lessons that I've learned from people just start, start. Yeah. yeah that's cool what are they called uh, kickbox streetwear Kickbox Streetwear. Yeah, great bunch of people. Cool. So let's get to the marketing stuff. Um, I want to start with an icebreaker. Probably we've already gone through our icebreaker now. <laughs> we've been chatting away. Um, and like I said to Carl, I don't want you to prep for this. Um, so we'll just jump. I don't want you to think long and hard. Tell me the first thing that comes to mind. Done. 
Um, and then we'll get to all the marketing I just mustn't stuff. swear. I must just remember not to swear. You so. and I both. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. So, what book are you currently reading? Uh, so, I'm currently not reading a book. I'm reading a whole bunch of magazines uh, purposefully. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, I love Economist and, and things like that. So, I'm trying to upskill myself a little bit on yeah. conservative politics outside South Africa ah. because it's something I fail to understand. Uh, so particularly in America and in England, so I'm yeah. reading quite a lot about that. Um, but the last book that I, I read was uh, was a, a book that I got from a friend that had died not long ago, and her sister passed on to me. And it's uh, something about Ukraine, but it's not about the Ukraine. It's a it's a comedy book uh, about a family that had immigrated or refugees, actually not immigrated, to the UK, mm. uh, and it was quite a sort of a a comedy but making serious points about the refugee crisis. So I like to read anything is the short answer. I'm not a big on science fiction, but I love reading. I uh, love reading uh, South African literature. And uh, my honors was was largely around um, South African and African literature, particularly gender studies. So Bessie Head and and people like that. So long answer, read a lot and different things. Okay, cool. Uh, And not enough people read. And And I don't think you can do your job as a marketer well if you don't read enough. You're right. I'm actually reading an interesting book, which is called Originals by okay. Adam Grant. Okay, I love Adam Grant. Um, and he's basically sharing ideas around how to actually get your message across and actually make change happen. Mm. And how we generally think it's like special people that have this gift where yeah. they're actually saying, no, like there's a formula to this thing yeah. uh, that you can learn. So I'm enjoying that. Yeah, and he's great. And he also does some great um, TED Talks. Yes. Um, I've been lucky enough to, to attend some TEDs. And um, and again, it's so accessible, you know, yeah. to, to learn from people like that. That's true. Oh, cool. cool. Uh, tequila or wine? Wine. Wine. Lots of wine. Love wine. Sparkling wine. That's an easy one. Hate Is tequila. It? Hate shooters. <laughs> uh, now that I'm old, I sort of managed to... S- Sometimes, usually stay away from peer pressure when it comes to shooters. Yeah, but wine, love, can drink a lot. I love the story around wine. Wine, I think, is great branding. I should we can talk. you a bottle of wine? No, I we give you a bottle of wine. We must definitely, and we must right, chat cool. over wine. So, definitely. Yeah, wine. Okay, cool. Um, let me see, which ones are, like, appropriate? <laughs> well, ask the inappropriate ones. They're usually more fun. Um, favorite travel destination? So, yeah, long answer. I uh, I try and make a point to travel to one African country that I don't know every year um, because I think travel, when you, if you're lucky enough to be able to physically travel, is a great privilege. Um, and I think travel also helps you be less prejudiced, uh, teaches you a hell of a lot. Um, so African countries, the one that I'd always wanted to go and I've been to and loved was uh, Ethiopia. Mm-hmm. Loved it because amazing architecture, amazing people, great culture and uh, and it just reinforced we often think europe or western cultures where yeah. things began and i mean those churches libela are phenomenal yeah. uh, Burkina faso another fabulous country um really interesting uh was they've got a festival the mast festival every second year uh which is hugely uh interesting so i love those two countries in africa yeah. um and um, beyond our own continent um I speak French poorly, but I speak oh. French, so I like to go to France a lot. Bonjour. Bonjour. Ça va? Ça va? The French are very happy. As long as you say one word, then, yeah. then you're in. Um, and yeah, I've, I've, I, I like to travel to places where cell phones don't work. That's increasingly difficult. Um, travel to North Korea in um, 2019, which was really interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, so different places I, I like to explore and uh 
there's a crowd called um, Lupino Travel or Lupin Travel that yeah. that offers sort of relatively inexpensive ways to access uh, tricky spots. Mm. So my next destination with them is Afghanistan. Oh, nice. So, yeah, so it's going to be good. Just let me know how that goes. Cool. Now let's get to the marketing stuff. Uh, thank you for indulging me. No, thank you. Um, so when I was doing my research and I was talking to you a bit, um, I, I read that there's a, there's a quote that you love. Which is hold on lightly, not tightly. Mm. What is that all about? So it just gets down to not controlling. Yeah. Um, I um, I think if you try and control things, you smother it, mm. and you smother people, and you smother creativity. And for me, it was tempting in earlier parts of my career to hold on tightly, to 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 micromanage, to you know, to control, because I yeah. thought I was helping people. Um, and I and I realize that that is exactly the opposite. If you hold on lightly, I and you give guidance, you give support, creativity flourishes, and most people are really brilliant, and most people really want to do well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I encourage myself and people that I work with to not control, um, to be a support, um, yeah, and to be gentle in that support. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, people who are too egotistical, too forceful, like the world really has moved on from that. Like yeah. nobody wants to be told, do this in this way. Like, yeah. stuff you. Like I, yeah, so it's just um, give the guardrails yeah. um, and um, and don't think you know best. Yeah. Sort of also part of that. Nice. So there's a, there's a leadership. It almost feels like you've got a gentle leadership style, but also an evolved and modern leadership style. So I'm I'm difficult. Oh yeah. <laughs> I uh, yeah. So gentle. I'm uh, I'm I'm demanding of myself. So I'm demanding uh, of the people that work with me, and uh, as they would all attest to, I'm yeah. uh, I. Uh, in fact, they they get stressed when I'm on leave because then I really start thinking and and you know start sending tons of emails. So I've now banned myself from like doing yeah. yeah. But um, but part of it is also I'm I, I, I'm a strong supporter of 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 my team. Yeah. So. Um, so I'm very clear with myself and with them that family, health uh, are things that always come first. Mm. Um, so a work uh, situation never takes preference over family and health. Mm. Those are things that you need to focus on. So um, whilst I am demanding and, and expect a lot of all of us, um, yeah, I mean, I am, I am nurturing in that way mm. and I do take seriously my role of mentoring. So one of my biggest joys and the thing I'm most proud of is that people that have worked with me or for me in the past are now far smarter than me and have roles that are far bigger than mine and and for me that's a great thing it doesn't make me feel less I just think geez that's amazing I played a small role in that so yeah I am I am demanding so not so gentle (laughs) so tell me how your journey into marketing started um yeah, short answer through people and relationships. Yeah. And I think branding is actually just that, people and relationships. So I studied um, law and then I did languages, English and French. I had a bursary to study my PhD overseas and ended up working in media, BBC. Thought I would come back to South Africa to work in media. Um, but then through making a speech at a also sort of unplanned, got a job interview from NetBank and Hollard at the time. Um, and both were in communication roles, yeah. um, and um, 
and long story short, I eventually took the Hollard job because everybody said take the NetBank job because nobody had heard <laughs> nobody had heard of Hollard, and oh. it was a small small company. Um, but both the 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 person from NetBank has remained a very strong mentor and friend in my life, mm. as has uh, the the Hollard person. And so I got into it a little bit by default, like through yeah. the media experience that I had in in in, in BBC, and, and my role was 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 head of communications at this tiny little insurance company. Um, but I quickly understood that you know, that marketing is ab- about people and relationships, mm. um, and and I love that because I love diversity and difference and different people putting things together that something don't belong together, and getting a great outcome. Uh, and I was lucky um, that my my boss at Hollard uh, was a woman called Sheila Sergi, who's still a very good friend of mine. Yeah. And so I learned great marketing lessons from her. Um, and, and as we built that Hollard brand, um, and it was a great privilege because we it was it was off a very low base. So we, mm-hmm. we could we sort of had free reign to do a lot of stuff. Um, and I just naturally enjoyed it. Um, yeah. But I but a big part of it was that that I was lucky in my boss. Mm. Um and it's something that I've also been conscious of as my career has progressed is the responsibility you have towards people when they come and work with you, regardless whether they're young or like you, you, you impact like a lot of their life. So don't mess with it. Um, take it seriously. Um, and I, so I don't have any formal marketing qualifications. And for a long time, I was very arrogant about not employing people who had marketing qualifications because yeah. I used to say that they they forgot how to think because they came yeah. with you know six p's and ten yeah. t's whatever they were learning now i believe you need some new balance with people <laughs> who've got some of that formal training um but you don't need to in my opinion necessarily have marketing training to be a really good marketer yeah um yeah so that was sort of the start of it and um and i quickly realized that marketing also impacts everything in a business true like you, you know, you're you're there to support the the product people, but you need to understand the product. You need mm-hmm. to to influence the design. Yes. Um, you're a consumer of that product, so how does it affect you? So yeah. I always don't. You, I always remind myself, like I'm not just the 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 marketing person for Easy Equities. I'm also a client. So that thing that's irritating me, like how can yeah. I as the marketer influence it? Um, yeah, and I'm very pleased that I ended up in marketing. It's. Uh, it's uh, you know I get to do things like this, meet people like you. It's yeah. um, it's a great career. Yeah, love it. So if if I was to think about Hollard, uh, Hollard, um, you saying at the time it was quite a small business, mm. right? But now it's actually quite a big business. Mm. Like I don't, I think a lot of marketers look at the spirit, the culture mm. of Hollard, what they're doing, mm. and you look at it as a as a big player in the insurance space. Mm. What do you think were some of the fundamentals in building that brand, and particularly from your role as well in the comms department? Do you think there are any fundamentals in just great comms from brands? Yeah, I think it's a great question. So marketers aren't magicians. So if you've got a product that's crap, you're not going to be able to work magic. So you've got to to believe in the product. And so a fundamental thing, Hollard at the time, is it was, you know, what is insurance about? And the CEO at the time, Paolo Cavalieri, was very clear that that insurance is the bedrock of society. Like without insurance, nothing can happen. And so that appealed to me as a marketer. That's what I was selling. Mm. Is that this was an enabler for you to to own a house, 
to, to, to own a car, to do the work that, that, that you do. So the first thing is you've got to believe in that product. And if you don't, change it. So if you're at a place and you don't, you know, understand or believe, find out about it and influence the change. So that for me is important. Um, the second thing is around the leadership of the brand. Um, and I know, you know, many people talk about leadership, but unless um, the leader is a genuine um, person, then it makes your job very difficult. So I've also been clear in my career, I'm not going to work for somebody who's busy having affairs around the office. Mm. First of all, I don't know where they find the time if they're doing the job. <laughs> job properly <laughs> but um you know secondly that doesn't sit well with me so yeah. sort of there, there's got to be a values uh, values True. alignment and so you know from that first experience with 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 Apollo who exhibited you know excellent leadership to where i am now charles savage at purple the leadership is fundamental to how i play my role i don't have to worry when i organize a media engagement with charles i'm not the go between between charles and the media i connect them directly i sort of brief and get out the way sure. because charles knows what he's doing he's not going to embarrass the brand yes. and on he goes and a journalist respects that they don't have some pr person meddling in the middle so the leadership for me is important and again you've got to hold up a mirror to that leadership as a brand person both yeah. externally and internally so so i have harsh conversations with CEOs that I work with and Charles. Mm -hmm. And you've got to have a CEO that's open to that and who's able to give direct feedback as well. Yeah. So, you know, from a Charles, Charles, maybe you could consider doing this from an internal perspective, do that from an external perspective. Yeah. And he'll never say no if it's the benefit of his clients and the brand. He's, yeah. he's always doing it. So I think as a marketer, fundamentally, you've got to hold up a mirror to the leadership of, yeah. that, of that business. Another fundamental um, is diversity. Um, and that, you know, in the South African context, people think is, is race and, and gender automatically, and it absolutely is, but it's not only that. Mm. You know, it's around, you know, age. You know, I learn so much from people that are younger um, than me. Um, it, it's so, so much. So age for me is a big thing. You know, have mm. people in your team or get people into your space if you, you don't have a big team that, that bring a different age dynamic. And similarly, also people who are who are older. Mm. Um, so I have an 84-year-old father who's still working full-time, which I think oh. is a very bad example because I hope to not be working full-time. <laughs> but, um, but you know, my, my PA is in her 70s. So again, people who are older, I think, also bring a really interesting dynamic. But people who read different things, people who've ha who come from different backgrounds to you. So, so, so not having a team that's similar mm. is vital and then letting their voices be heard. And yeah. it's one of the things I love about the, the, the brand team at Easy Equities, which is not massive, is that it is diverse in terms mm -hmm. of the, the experience that the team brings. Um, and that, that influences what we do big time. And you must interrupt me if I'm talking too long because I will, will carry on because I love this stuff. Yeah, so the other thing that I think is a, is a fundamental when you're doing marketing is... So I think the best brand budget is not rand. Okay. This is, the, this is the first time I'm hearing yeah, something like no, this. And so I want to hear more. Yeah. So I, so I get very upset when people ask me what's my budget. I said not rand. Because yeah. I found such a silly question. Because <laughs> similarly, I'm happy if we spend 10 million rand if we're going to make 100 million. But I'm yes. unhappy if we're spending 1,000 rand and we're wasting it. Yes. So money is not the starting point. For me, it is how can we do things that's, that's interesting and different. Not for different sake, but that can add value to people. And okay. also that we have fun along the way. Because also fundamentally, like, have fun. Like, yeah. life's bloody hard for many yeah. people often. Like, we've got to try and have fun when we do this. Um, so, and for me, it is starting with the people in a team. So, 
you know, whether it's um, Kalo has joined the team now. So what is his actual interest? What is what is his strength? And Jess, who's into fitness. Mm. Okay, Jess, well, why don't we do something with the boxing gym? Mm. Or why don't we get together and do some fitness stuff that links to people and say financial fitness and physical fitness yeah, and on yeah. we go. So it's finding those little gaps that I mm-hmm. think is far more interesting and you get far more far more value. Yeah. And you're also adding value to that partner. Sure. So so how do we help the boxing gym see results in this case, build their database. Yeah. And they're helping us. Yeah. So networking and word of mouth and this was a fundamental that I learned from Sheila way back when it's word of mouth is the best way to build a brand now we all know that but if if we believe that then why do I need to spend tons of money if my Mm. product is really good and people are selling it then I'm only going to spend tons of money as a marketer if I've got a big ego I've got money to waste Mm. and I always say I've got a big ego but I satisfied elsewhere (laughs) and uh, and I don't have money to waste you know it's you know we we've it's 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 not your money if you're in a company it's 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 the shareholders and so yeah so I I like to find ways that 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 don't cost money And, and that doesn't mean that we then save that money and put it in the back pocket. I think that money can go into product development. Yes. So in an easy perspective, I think brand money is when we do our products better, when the platform improves, mm. when the system's better, when we employ more dev people. That yes. for me is great branding. Um, when our finance team you know, is able to quicker and better process payments and, mm. and withdrawals and deposits, that for me is great marketing because it improves word of, word of mouth. Mm. Um, so I think it allows you to spend that money differently. Sure. Um, and and now many companies are doing it. But I, you know, I think you know, I've been lucky in the brands I've been involved in doing sort of CSI type marketing. And it's mm. clear it's not replacing your CSI responsibility, which I think corporates certainly have, and all of us as individuals in South Africa. So that needs to happen. But that you find ways that you can do good and promote your your brand. Yeah. Um, in a genuine kind of a way. Sure. An easy example for us at Easy Equities is around education. Mm. You know, the more we empower and 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 help users be better investors, the better for our brand. True. So, um, yeah, and and to be to be to be open to being challenged to stuff that's like crazy ideas, mm. like just create a space where people can. What about this and what about that? Mm. And I find myself negatively as an older person. I mean, I'm not old. I'm 48, but. I realized that when I was 20 years younger, anything was possible. Yeah. Now when somebody comes with an idea, I have to watch myself not to say, mm, be, try that. Yeah. You know, it's, it, you've, it, it's very different it's 20 years later. So you've That's got true. to give, again, hold on lightly, give air to that idea, yeah. explore it. And I know it's a concept that that you're interested in and, and maybe I can talk about it now is around, is around failure. Yes. Is, you know, failure for me is fantastic and I think it's a ludicrous thing that we teach children that failure is bad mm. because if you don't fail, you can't learn. Right. Yeah. And it's a big part of the culture here, you know, driven from a child's, um, it fell and fell quickly yes. and fell forward and learn and don't see it as a, and don't punish people for failing. Yes. You know, reward people for failing. I mean, if someone does the same thing twice, maybe they're not the sharpest pencil in the toolbox. <laughs> um, but um, but you can you can fail and learn, test, move on. So yeah. create an environment where failure is not tolerated but celebrated, mm. um, and that you can laugh about. Like, can you believe we thought that was a good idea? I mean, I've done some incredibly stupid things as a marketer. Um, and uh, <laughs> we'll get to yeah, I do. and I was never see the light of day, but yeah, 
and but you learn from those yeah. and um, yeah and learn quickly learn smartly yeah. test um, yeah those are so tell me I, and I heard you speak about a couple of things and I kind of want to go deeper into them I heard about your relationship with the CEO right mm. now uh, which is Charles Savage mm. um, and I think it's it's an interesting one from a marketing perspective to always be close to your CEOs mm. Particularly at the level in which you're, you're in right now, mm. because at the end of the day, like what you were saying, marketing has a fundamental impact in the whole business. H- how have you navigated that? Because generally in boardrooms, sometimes you find that the CMO is just not listened mm. to. Mm. Um, it's the CFO that yeah. has the biggest voice, right? Yeah. But seemingly you have a close relationship with the CEO. Mm. How have you navigated that? So for me, I think it is in the industry that you're in, You, as a CMO, you've got to understand that industry. So, sure. so I make it my job to know about not only the technicalities of a business and Purple Group, so whether it's our Easy Equities platform, the Properties platform, our, our trading and platform GT or, or any of those, yeah. but about investment broadly. So yeah. what I mean by that is I study it. I, I read about it in, in, in publications, magazines, but I study study it. So am I ever going to be the expert? Am I going to be as smart as our trader uh, or our chief risk officer or Charles or Gary, our CFO in that environment? No. But for me, it enables me to have a conversation around marketing. And I think sometimes, often, marketers come wanting to talk marketing. They want to talk their advert or their brand or their this. I like to go and say, you know, this is the problem we're experiencing from a business perspective. And I think from a brand perspective, this is how we could assist. Then you don't get pushback because the interest in the CEO is to to do the best by their clients and to grow their business. So for me, I I don't have a lot of time for marketers. Oh, shame, you know, we don't get a seat at the table. Well, you earn that seat at the table by understanding the business Mm. and insurance, which, you know, is, is a big part of my life. For me, I think the really and, and sadly, I think it's, this is sort of the majority of HR and marketing people often in that industry, you know, they've never been into a broker's office. They've, mm-hmm. they've not un, they, they don't do insurance exams. They don't go to insurance functions. So, but you're wanting to sell it mm-hmm. or you're wanting to support people in that environment. I think mm-hmm. you make your job so much harder. So I think as a CMO, you've got to know the actual industry that you're in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have an expectation of my team as well. Like my team need to read the financial mail. They need yeah. to understand what our products and processes are. And then maybe the last thing on that is also that, um, you know, the CEO is also the person that can give you really direct feedback. Sure. So, um, and I don't like the term strong personality, but, you know, I'm, I'm a strong pers- person. And so to have a CEO that can say to you, you know, that is no or mm. think about it differently is, mm. is important. Yeah. Um, and so you need to create the space where you share your thinking with that CEO to give it back, okay. uh, give his, his or her views back to you. Interestingly, Charles is, uh, is, is really the first um, male uh, boss that I've had. So that's been an interesting mm. space for me to navigate because I always yeah. said I'm only going to work for women. Um, and uh, so maybe uh, I found the softer female so- side in Charles Savage after all. <laughs> 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 I love that. All right, cool. So if I think about your current role now, right, and the business that you're in, and I'm looking at all the different logos, obviously, that are in the platform right now. Mm. By the way, my money is deep in there. Hey? Fantastic. Thank you. We're <laughs> going to work hard. All our money is also in here. So that's the other thing. When these markets, we're like... The markets yeah. are tough right yeah. now. But what I wanted to know is, 
I mean, this is a new business if you think about Purple Group. Um, and you guys have done a fundamentally great job in building it as a, as a business. And I think you're on your route now to a million users, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe you are there and we'll find out when the results come out. Um, but what do you think it has taken to build the brand to the stature it is right now? Because you could almost argue that it's a global business right now. But call it seven years ago, it was a startup. Mm. What are the fundamentals that help build the business and the brand? Mm. Cool. So thanks. It's a it's a great question. And um, and for me, the the easy equity story, which was the biggest part of Purple Group, mm. it started with with a great idea that that Charles had. But there are there are millions of great ideas, and they die. Mm. And so one of the fundamentals is that you've got to that when you've got a good idea again, you've just got to start. Yeah. So you know, Charles had this idea in in November, December, and the following year, you know, a couple of months later, we launched. Was the platform perfect? Absolutely not. Yes. If we'd waited for it to be perfect, we never would have launched. So start. Start. Second thing is we involved our um, potential clients to test. Mm. And um, for me, that's such a fundamental. Like, don't think as a business or as a marketer, you know, ask your, your clients. Mm. And be open and honest about the feedback you got. So we got feedback in those initial tests with things that, that were wrong, clearly. We didn't like, actually they were right and the things that we had to do. So you've also got to be open to that feedback mm. and change your, your, your business. And, and we still do that constantly. Um, we, 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 we send out surveys. We developed easy properties because our users said they wanted. We don't have certain things but on our platform because the user said, you know, that's not for us. Um, so doing stuff that's, and, and we've gotten it wrong. We've done some stuff that we thought where we lost our way. No, ask your customer. Um, so that for me has been a big thing. Um, the other aspect is that keep that that entrepreneurial mindset. Mm. So we're a flat structure at, at Purple and, and and a small team, and we've now formalized it into agile as a as a concept. But we were agile before we sort of went mm. through the training and development of agile. So you know, it was never oh, I'm the CEO, I'm the CMO, like or I'm the CFO. People wear lots of different hats, and people pitch in. Nobody's like, excuse me, that's not my job. That's like your job or that. So people pitch in and that remains a fundamental of our business. Mm. Um, and, and, and I love that. Um, it's sort of meritocracy as well. It's, it's, you know, you, a title doesn't make you the best or the smartest mm, uh, person true. in the room. Um, what, are, what are some of the other fundamentals? You know, I think it is the, the failure that I spoke about, fail quickly and, 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 and move forward. Um, Culture is a term that's often bandied uh, bandied around, but but the elements of culture that I think you know stand us in good stead in, in in purple is that we don't take ourselves seriously, which is another one of my favorite expressions. But we take what we do seriously. Gotcha. Um, so you know I don't care what somebody wears to work, when if that I care about their output. Um, that we care for each other, mm. you know. So you know I, the family and and health being first, um, and so. We support each other in that environment, and and particularly in the startup, it's it's hard. You know, you, mm. were, you, you we haven't had resources in purple. We built this business with with no money, so we built the business. You'd make a bit of money, you'd invest it. We didn't have massive investors. You know, if we were in America, we'd have gone and you'd have raised billions easily mm. in a in an environment. Also in South Africa, we haven't had that luxury, mm. um, and I think that was actually to our benefit that we didn't have mm. it. 
um, because it forced us to be innovative um, and to be smart with our with our resources. Um, the other thing is that you must be open to to change that agile thing. Mm-hmm. So that you know, I might be playing this marketing role tomorrow, but actually I'm needed. Now we're opening in the Philippines. My talent right. might be doing X, Y, and Z in the Philippines. Yeah. Um, yeah, and and we're yeah, but we're learning. You know, you've also been open to 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 learn mm-hmm. um, and um, and being challenged. So yeah, I think those are some of our fundamentals. And and overall, and maybe the summary is. We're clear on our purpose. We're clear that we want investment to be accessible to all. And whilst for me that has has mainly been younger um, women, um, black South Africans, I'm increasingly driven also to make the billionaires, of which we've got a couple of multi-millionaires on the platform, I want all of those people to understand this is also the place for you Mm. because you can have more fun here. It's a cheaper way to do it. It's an easier way to do it. So it literally is our purpose, democratization for for everybody. Um, And we treat everybody the same, you know, and and that was a principle that Charles had right from the word go, which is fantastic. So whether somebody has 10 rand or 100 million rand on the platform, they don't get different service or different... No, they don't. (laughs) And it's it's like a big thing for us. Like we take it very seriously yeah. um, and you know from a client engagement expect, a, a client engagement perspective and I said I, I look after that side of our business which is really easy because the team is so brilliant I'm, I'm largely redundant is um, and that's a genuine comment you know I really but you know when we have somebody that is rude to to somebody or swears at them over an engagement um, I fire them as my client and then somebody's mm-hmm. like you can't I said not I can't I have so goodbye like we don't mm-hmm. tolerate that um, and it's again that dignity. Ten rand, hundred million, you're the same. Mm-hmm. Whether you're, you know, a client engagement person or the CEO, you know, you need the same dignity, and and that's what we're about. We're, it's people's money. It's financial. It's it's like it's serious stuff. It like, is serious stuff. So you can't. And and when we get it wrong, as we sometimes do, when we, you know, when there's a system issue or or, or other issues where you know we haven't done what we said we would in terms of with the, with a withdrawal or a deposit never hide it like that's another mm-hmm. principle like be honest about it apologize fix it and move on yeah and in my experience in a business when you so don't hide stuff as a marketer like i share everything like there's no secret like be open including about your stuff ups mm-hmm. apologize fix it your clients appreciate that mm-hmm. honesty uh, transparency and um yeah so yeah i think that that's been and it's good for me to articulate this in, in this session. And so thank you, because we're also, you know, our heads are down. We sort of, yes. we don't have an opportunity to talk about our business with each other off and off the timing externally. So mm. it's nice to actually reflect a little bit about some of what we do do well and some of what we've learned. So, yeah, thanks. And I think you, you, you're doing a great job because I'd argue that, and probably the current state of the market is, is proof that we're not pulling our money out of the platform, right? We're quite loyal to the platform yeah. because ch- chances are there's something that you guys are doing, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, and I think it speaks to the consumer engagement that you've been yeah. discussing with me. Um, I think innovation is a huge part of your business and I'm not sure how how much of the data and the innovation have come together for you Yeah. because I think we've got those solutions currently in the platform. Yeah. So those, again, you know, lots of stuff there. So in terms of the, 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 the client loyalty, so I've said right from the word go that our clients are smart. And I took it very personally when, you know, more experienced investors and analysts and asset managers, so you know, retail people, you know, I, I'm like, honestly, they're smart. 
Now, seven, eight, nine years later, I've got the data to prove that retail mm. investors are smart. We see that the that the performance of, of all of us as investors, our portfolio performance, outperforms many, most asset managers across many periods. Mm. Um, now, does that mean that the retail investor is perfect? No. But they don't run with their money. They diversify. Mm. Um, they engage. They talk. They learn. They, they listen to podcasts. Um, so the retail investors and the average age is 32. The vast majority of our clients are black. We're inching up towards 50% women, which is very different from other financial services yeah, companies. Yeah. Uh, many are first-time investors. They are smart. Um, and they have got a lot to teach asset managers and others. And I think if we get away from this versus, but we work together, that would be really good. So so I'm really excited. And we, we, you know, we've, we've got about 1.5 million uh, registered clients and we've probably got about 850 odd thousand that are active um, so whilst that's great and we've grown retail users significantly in a country as vast as South Africa that's not good enough so you know we wake up we, 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 we've got to do better for, for those people um, and for our existing clients in terms of the innovation it's also seeing that it's it's listening to your clients, as I said. Mm-hmm. It's understanding that it doesn't have to just be the big things. Yeah. So try and innovate one small thing. How can you make the withdrawal process half an hour quicker? Sure. How can you do whatever your business is or yeah. part of the business, one little thing? And if we do one little thing better every day, each one of us, geez, this business is going to pump even more. Yeah. Um, and don't overthink it. Like, you know, don't... Mm. I always say we're a tiny company in tiny little South Africa and tiny Africa. <laughs> this is not, you know, Russia and Ukraine and war, serious yeah. big things. So so get on with it. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, we're lucky in this business that we've got a couple of people. Charles is one of them. But there, there are a couple of others that are big on the innovation. And mm. part of, I, I always joke with them, part of my job as a, as a marketer is they've got 10 ideas. Eight are like really, in my opinion, rubbish and will take us down <laughs> rabbit holes. One is good and we need yeah. to do it. And one is so brilliant that if we don't do it, it will be disastrous. So how do you sift out of those? How do you create an environment yeah. where you get that that one good idea? Um, and the good ideas can come from anybody. This is true. You know, it's, uh, yeah. I mean, I've had brilliant marketing ideas from people in our finance department or, mm. or areas that allegedly know nothing about marketing. They're brilliant marketers. Yeah. I love that. And I think if, if as you wind down, if I was to reflect on some of the key things, and I want you probably to also close off on some aspects that you think are very important for marketers, for corporates, for small businesses um, that are trying to grow to the level of what you guys are right now, um, is learn fast, mm. um, be collaborative, mm. um, fail quickly, mm-hmm. and fail forward. Mm-hmm. Um and from a marketing point of view, look at the whole business if you're in marketing. Don't just focus on your own area in, in isolation. Mm. Um, are there any other learnings you think are very critical for anyone? I think that's the most important thing about this podcast as well. It is for people that want to go into marketing, but I also hope to actually teach executives as well that want to learn. Mm. Mm. So do you have anything that you want to share and actually... Um, yeah, I think a big thing is have fun. Yeah. Um, you know, you've got to enjoy what you what you're doing, particularly in the hard and difficult times. You've got to have you've got to have fun. Yeah. Um, enjoy it. Do your best. Um, learn from other people. Um, 
And I want to underscore the point about understanding what's happening in the rest of your rest of your business. Mm-hmm. Like if you understand the pressures that the IT people have got, or you understand the pressures the finance team have got, you'll be better at your job as a marketer. Yeah. Um, you'll 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 handle what you're needing to do better. Um, and then the advice just broadly to people is trust yourself. Start anything is possible. Like mm-hmm. it really is not. Yeah, anything is possible. Don't don't think that you that that you can't do something sure. find the people to support you um, i mean i love your energy you know i love the fact that you you started this you're getting it out there you're adding value to people there's lots more uh mm. talent out there people need to have the confidence we need to support sure. them reach out collaboration as you've summarized um yeah and get a mentor and be a mentor i guess guys it's it's clear for me um and thank you for sharing your knowledge thank you very I, much for the opportunity i truly appreciate your time I truly appreciate your wisdom. Continue doing what you're doing. Thank you. And I hope this business actually grows so that it's one of those businesses which you can all be proud of. Thank you. That's a business that we invested in. That's a South African business. That's our business. And so I love that because it is. I mean, we have got tens of thousands of of easy equity users that are invested in Purple. Yeah. We're one of the biggest, in terms of volume of of shareholders, um, companies on on the Jobik Stock Exchange. And that's us. It's all ordinary South Africans. I've... I'm so proud of that, and I, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna carry on working hard to make sure we all we all get through this not nice bear market. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a rough market right yeah, now. So, it's a rough market. Yeah, but cool. Thank you. Thank you so much. And that's a wrap from our side, guys. Um, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. And yeah, man. Until the next one. Uh, and this was no promo for Purple Group, but let's help build our own businesses in the country. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers.